0: Welcome to Who Are You, a CSI podcast. I am Lauren, and I've seen CSI through and through around three to four
1: times. And I'm Nick. This is my first time experiencing these episodes.
0: And today we are reviewing Season 2, Episode 5, Scuba Doobie Do. Original air date, October 25th, 2001. Director is Jeffrey Levi, or Levy. Writers are Anthony E. Zyker, Andrew Lipsitz, and Elizabeth D. Vine. And we start off the episode with shots of the Vegas trip before we go to an apartment complex. So, Nick, what is our Vegas score for this so episode?
1: The initial shots is pretty small. Yeah. Uh, but we have some additional shots uh, yes. later on in the episode. Yeah. So all told, we end up at a uh, 28 out of a possible 55 LV score. Okay. okay. All right. So it's not. It's, I feel it's like we've been imitable.
0: in the 20s a few times. Like, we're kind of hovering around. Yeah. I
1: thought this was low. I didn't include the apartment building shot you know, sort of pan down because it wasn't, there's nothing uniquely Vegas about that. That easily could have been filmed in California. Oh, a hundred percent. Into into that, but then I was surprised there was like two, a two scener for like six episodes. And then right towards the end, there's like, there's another like one scene, a few seconds. Yeah. But yeah, I think, I think anywhere in the 23rd range is a great place to be for like a Las Vegas score. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to, the closer you get to like, the top of the range, the more the episode better be about gambling, right. or the strip itself. Or, yep. You know what I yep. mean? Like, yep. so, you know, something super Vegas y, which we'll see. I do want to say, since we're at the start of the episode, yes, this might be my favorite name for an episode ever. Fair. Fair. Really and I yeah. think, I and, and maybe we could talk about it, we should talk about it at the end. Because I feel like there's two parts of this title and it made me think it was super clever. Oh,
0: okay. All right, yeah. Let's definitely, let's loop back around to that for sure. So we go to this apartment complex. We go inside of the apartment complex. Uh, A manager is showing the apartment. He's telling the couple that he's showing the apartment to that he hasn't looked at this apartment since the last people moved out. And shock and amazement, when they open the door, they find an apartment just covered in blood. Just uh... blood splatter everywhere. So the woman (laughs) is like... We need to call 911
1: ASAP. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm on rewatch. I was like <laughs> watching the scene again. I was like, "Wait, I mean, you've been fighting with this tenant?" Yes. You you don't have a high opinion of them. Why would you ever show this apartment to somebody without looking at it? Also, it's literally next door to your house. Yeah, you are one door over. Like, how hard is it to go
0: one tour over when you have the key to yeah. the place?
1: You could have checked on it at any point. But I also was like, uh, well, spoiler alert. Oh,
0: man, this is, this is an early spoiler alert. I like <laughs> spoiler it. Spoiler
1: alert. I wouldn't call 911 if I was his building manager.
0: No, the woman says to call 911.
1: Do- doesn't matter. The guy could just be like, no, this happens all the time. He lies through his teeth this whole episode. He easily could have made something up. It's like, there's no dead body. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like... But I think no, this but, he guy, could have
0: said, but he could have said let's not and then had the understanding that yeah. she was gonna go home and call 911 anyway. Yeah, so it and, would look better for him to like be like, oh no. yeah, we need to call 911 versus
1: What a great line it would have been if
0: And plus and plus, spoiler alert, the blood is not related to him. Like yeah. he has nothing to do technically no, 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 no. with the blood in the apartment. So he's like, Yeah, sure, whatever, they can come and check out the blood splatter because I have nothing to do with it.
1: But he did have something to hide.
0: He definitely had something for him to hide. That is No,
1: you'd you do you not sure. necessarily want a lot of police coming around when you're actively maybe trying to hide something. Yeah. I do think it would have been a great line if if even Brass like had a throw out in the opening scene being like, Yeah, people who were looking at this apartment call call insisted on calling nine one one. Yeah.
0: You yeah,
1: know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Or something. Like then it would just add a layer. There's some good ones here though. I I I gotta give them credit. Watch watch the number two is fun just to realize how succinct they were in laying down some of the early evidence yes
0: yes so So grissom and jim brass arrive on the scene jim brass is comparing it to a slaughterhouse because he worked in one as a kid and they run some tests on the blood on the walls and come to find out
1: it's human it's a real covid like test which is yes
0: it does it does look like the the the, like at-home covid tests we go to credits Then we return to Sarah, Grissom, and Warwick at the scene in the apartment. Sarah's talking about how the blood splatter looks like high-velocity impact, but there's no bullets. Grissom wants her to acquaint herself with the situation, but don't interpret it. Warwick has been spraying the carpet. They dim the lights and we realize that the carpet is covered in blood, but there are voids left behind from pieces of furniture. And what Warwick thinks is an electric saw, I do not see an electric saw in this shadow at all. Yeah. I The first time I watched it, I'm like that doesn't look like an electric saw to me. And then I was like on the second watch where I'm like, I'm really going to pay attention this time and see if this looks like an electric saw to me. Does not at all look like an electric saw.
1: I could see how they got there. I had the same feeling in the first walkthrough. I was like, what are you talking about? I really, I was
0: like, I don't know. I don't get it. I was was like, like, I I was like,
1: like, that was a, that was a tough, that would be a tough get for Amy Woody. I think, but obviously you got to tell the audience what you're looking for. So that when it comes up later. I I was a few weird things in the scene. I think maybe one of them is about to come up. But think how long it would take to spray like an area sprayer to spray that whole room with luminol, and oh, then they're like, and then, then like,
0: and then they said it only lasts for thirty seconds. They was
1: like, yeah, we only got thirty seconds left. I was like, well, that's not how this works.
0: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like most of it would be gone already by the time you finish spraying it, unless you had like an industrial sprayer that you could spray the entire carpet all at once. <laughs> And we then go to our other storyline.
1: Okay. So the, the one oh. thing they did say. Yes. They talked about how much blood there was. Yes. Right. Yes. And like, I think there's a line about like, there's like, oh, there's going to be dead parsing is so much. And I immediately was like, you don't know that all this blood is coming from one person.
0: No, at this stage, and you don't they know
1: don't know if it all came at one time. Which actually Fresh. turned out to be a pretty good Which, little note on my uh, hand.
0: This is true. Good for yeah. you. That is and, a and that is I, a solid I,
1: assessment. I actually started to write myself off after a while because I was like, "Yeah, but they probably have a test, or they probably know that it like it turns black, or you mean, like a way they yeah, would get the yeah. So it's like, it's like just because they didn't say it doesn't mean they wouldn't have known it. And then, spoiler alert, uh, it does come out over a period of time, and it does? although it is from one person, but yes. that person is not dead. No,
0: no. So we go to the desert, there are fires ablazing, we see helicopters dropping water, we then go to Catherine, Nick, and O'Reilly on the scene, and crazy enough, there's a scuba diver up in a tree.
1: I paused this episode and wrote down a prediction. Oh that Nick immediately says out loud.
0: Okay. I wanted
1: him to be so right right the whole episode. Oh, like, oh, the scoop. I was like, oh, because the they show the, the before they show that scene, they show the helicopters, yep. the yep. scoop. And I went, oh, I bet this guy was scooped up from the lake and dropped on the yes. tree.
0: Nick is I very like, adamant. The, this Nick and the Nick in the show are very adamant that he was picked up by one of these helicopters in their buckets of water as they were in Lake Mead and then dropped to quench the fires. We even see Nick. a recreation, a very short recreation of this.
1: Team Nick, Arius, aerial Screwdriver. Yep, Screwdriver. I, yep. Although I was like, "Why is his rubber fin burned, it's like halfway?" Like that was like, right. Like, there's a lot of things in the scene that actually support that not being the case.
0: Yeah, that's and, yeah. But that's probably more apparent on the second watch through versus on the first. But I really watch wanted.
1: Through. I wanted to be. So, I wanted to be true, just because it's such a cool end but also because i predicted it and then even though nick said it right away and i was like that's probably lowers my chances
0: yeah because like, oh, they yeah, always have, introduce this early they
1: always have these like cockamamie you know person one thinks it's this weird over the top thing yeah and they spend the whole episode betting person two whether or not they're right and it's never it's never mm. that way yeah
0: yeah so we return to the apartment we're with jim brass and grissom they're with the apartment manager. He's letting them know that he hasn't seen the girlfriend from that apartment. Her name is Allison. In over a month, which suspicious when there's blood covering the apartment. And Grissom has to admit that at this at this point in time, the only evidence that they have in this case is the blood. Blood, blood is that blood in that apartment is the only evidence yes, that the, they have at the moment.
1: The, the manager's like, "This blood will never come out," and Grissom's like, "Good, it's our only evidence."
0: Yeah, we then we're at storyline B. Right, Yeah, I'd say it's storyline B. Catherine and Nick are back at the scene. They're kind of doing some investigation. Nick finds a void. He finds like an area that has green vegetation, which is very strange because everything else around it is completely burnt. Nick also finds a matchbook and he uses hairspray to not compromise the matchbook. Yeah. So it doesn't like disintegrate although, as soon as he picks it up.
1: Although on the scene where he shoots the matchbook with the hairspray, it like completely disintegrates. It does. It like bubbles and, and disintegrates. And then you get that like uh, the the really bad CGI version of it, where it's fine. Yeah, like it's totally okay. Don't worry about it. We're then back with oh, Jim. Oh, I want to say that the yeah. um, the little so that one spot on the yeah, grass so with that the that vegetation.
0: Burned, yeah, yeah.
1: They don't actually call it out at the end of the episode. No, they never. But... They
0: never. They never. Specifically,
1: yeah, but they do do kind of show why it's there. And I was like, why didn't they just say that? Yeah, I was, I was, I was was kind of like, wait, did they ever explain that? And the second watch through, I was like, oh, yeah, right, that makes a lot of sense. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, it's because that's where the body was, yes, and it was, and it is, you're all you're made of lots of water, so like, right, so you you burned the ground isn't gonna burn, yep, yep,
0: so. We then are back with Jim Brass and Grissom at Monaco Receiving. They meet Cliff, who is the other tenant from the bloody apartment. He's telling them that Allison is in Canada visiting her parents. No big deal. He then admits that the blood on the wall is is his blood. It's from his nosebleeds because he has hepatitis C and he has blood to spare. And it was his way of getting back at the apartment manager. Grissom so, thinks he's lying. So so gross, by the way. Just... So gross. So gross. But Grissom thinks he's lying based on the blood pattern. Because it's like a V pattern. And that doesn't make sense. But spoiler alert will be shortly explained. And we also learned that his current abode, close current abode, is a shipping container. Basically, or a truck. He doesn't have another apartment at this stage. And... He agrees to let them take his property to the lab for for further testing. Because as they're like looking in, they see the electric saw. And then they also see a lamp that has like a tiny little spot of blood on it, which comes up later, folks.
1: Which is like also the, one of the weirdest, one of the weirdest things in this whole episode. It's the yes. blood on the lamp.
0: Yeah, it's it's strange. So we see a bunch of CSIs bringing the property into the CSI lab. Warwick and Sarah are testing the tools but there's no blood they're finding no blood on any of the tools that they pulled from the storage unit we have this nice little like music overlay mm-hmm. as they like test the tools to see if they can like recreate the pattern found on the wall and then we go to gris oh no greg sanders with grissom and greg sanders gives grissom results grissom doesn't believe the results we're not told at this stage what the results are just that grissom is Having a very hard time believing these results. This transitions us to a Grissom and Jim Brass walk and talk, and we learn that all of the blood that they sampled from the walls uh, is, in fact, Cliff's blood. It matches Cliff.
1: Yeah, there's like 16 samples. It was like a lot of big.
0: Yes, and all of it matches Cliff.
1: Which is important for my subplot, which is how mean everyone in this episode is to Greg Sanders. So mean to Greg Sanders
0: in this episode. And not, like, why? What What did Greg Sanders do wrong? He's just trying to be helpful. Like, he's just trying to do his job. <laughs> Poor guy is like legitimately just trying to do his job. He's always this caught bring... in the middle. Yeah, yeah. This brings us to Grissom and Jim Brass with Cliff. He admits in the interrogation room that it took about a month to populate all the blood splatter that was found on the wall. And this is where Cliff does a demonstration, which thankfully they don't show, but even the noise is unnerving
1: yeah that's to be fair he offered to show them much earlier on. he did
0: when they went when they saw him at receiving he was like i'll give you a demonstration like i'll show you how i did it and they were like no 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 and then in interrogation i get they're like yeah we're in an enclosed space this is a much better spot for you to show us how you
1: i <laughs> like uh, grissom gets super close and he's like you might want, to
0: back he's up. Like, he might want
1: to back he doesn't back up by the way
0: no he does not <laughs> we're then oh this brings us to warwick sarah and grissom and they're looking at like the blood pattern results and they realize that what is on the wall does match the samples that cliff gave in the interrogation
1: room my first notes and then like you know people create scenes for shows they aren't necessarily you know they're just following the instructions yes but i wrote like these blood patterns are so weird but actually, I think they did a pretty good job of what it would probably actually look like.
0: Yeah, I think so. Like,
1: they over dramatize this one, sp- sp- like splatter that they're showing in this scene. and yes. in the, in the walls are a lot more muted. But it's kind of like I feel like random, weird. Like it's exactly what you would expect, as gross as it is. But yeah, I was like, I was like, there was this one note from early on, like, why are these blood patterns so weird? Yeah,
0: yeah. And speaking of Greg Sanders, he enters. The sample, the blood sample from the lamp, is not Cliff's, and it is, in fact, from an unknown female. Now, Catherine and Nick are with Doc Robbins. This is where we learn that the victim, their victim, did not die in a fire. He died due to cardiac concussion. He basically short-circuited something, hit his chest, and messed with the rhythm of his heart and killed him.
1: Yeah, they mentioned this uh he mentioned minor league baseball.
0: Yes, getting hit with a baseball yeah. to the chest, like a line drive to the chest.
1: And I don't know how often this happens with adults, but I I know that this is a real problem in youth sports. Oh. For baseball. Okay. And it's like it's not like this astronomically high number, but like enough I think there's like more than one every year on average or something.
0: Oh jeez, that's scary. And
1: younger children are more susceptible because they're their The bones in their chest are still turning from cartilage to yes. solidified bones until so you're yeah, like yeah, a yeah. full adult Yeah, it's so that you can kind of like grow into your in, into your final form, if you would. And so as a result, they don't absorb the impact as well, and they could transfer more, more easily. And uh, that's like one of the things where like having – like there's a whole campaign to have AEDs like in all you sports because – this is the kind of thing that can happen. It can happen in other sports too, but yeah, yeah. it's almost but infamous baseball in baseball is, with a yeah. line drive. Yeah. Just a, a square in the chest. And it all comes down to timing. It's like this two thousands of a second, every heartbeat where this could happen to you yeah. or something. Yeah, um, And, but even if, you know, enough kids get a line drive in baseball it's bound to happen eventually.
0: Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. We also learn that the victim soaped up, but didn't soap off, which, Comes up again very shortly. Actually, it comes up in the next scene. Greg Sanders walks in with Nick. He's letting Nick know that he finds the case very interesting. And Greg Sanders is the one that points out that a lot of scuba divers use liquid soap to get the suits on. Because it's a very, very tight fit and it can be very difficult to get them on. So basically, you lube yourself up and then you put the suit on. So most likely, that's why the victim... Had this soap residue was because they were looping themselves up to get the suit on. I was
1: a little disappointed they uh, spoiled this so quickly because I actually knew what this was for,
0: and you were like, "Yes, I know the answer to this." Yeah. And then the episode yeah. was like, "I do too." Here, the it episode's is. like,
1: "Yeah, well, you don't have to wait. You don't.
0: Yeah, it's right here, right in yeah. the next I, scene." I had
1: even written, I was going to write it down, and then like they said it, and I was like, "Oh, I guess I don't have to write this down. It's not a. It's not a secret. It's not. A, it's not going to be a." Uh, a who done it moment?
0: No, so. this is not a who done it moment. They they immediately give you the answer. We're then with Sarah and Grissom back at the apartment, and we learn that Allison never arrived at her parents. Like they never even heard that she was like coming to visit them. So yep. they're like, "No, she's not here. I have no idea what's going on." And if you were
1: her parents, what would you do in this moment? I
0: mean, freak out. Call her. Yes. Yeah. Well, maybe that's <laughs> right. maybe that's how they do end up finding. Yeah. spoiler alert allison they, shows up
1: i thought i thought for sure they were going to do that like when she showed up i was like oh her parents must have called called her she'd be like yeah yeah you guys called my parents and told them i might be dead you know right. like, like
0: yeah you scared like you that have absolutely. been an awesome scene yeah but they, they, they didn't did not. do that they did not was do like, That it was like
1: it was like there was like one of a few times where i was like ah oh. Yeah, writer, out. writer nick from the future really wants to go back to time
0: yeah you're like i could really improve this episode with just like a few few little changes so i, I had to call out this scene because sarah's like oh okay yeah like you know we do know that the blood is from his nosebleeds and we you know that the patterns match but maybe he you know used this to cover up the blood from murdering allison grissom scratches off one tiny little spot and goes nope there's, there's I, no blood underneath here so that's that's not what that's not what's going
1: on i wanted them to check for bleach right yeah he could have bleached like because it could have been. i actually at this point in time this is my prevailing theory was that oh what if he murdered his girlfriend and cleaned everything up with bleach because they find like traces of blood on the carpet, but the blood, the carpet isn't bloody like with right. luminol. Right. And I was like, so he may have just washed it up or something. Yeah. Right. And, but like the walls, maybe he cleaned them with bleach and then he went around blowing his blood all over it so that the, the, the foreman would have to bleach the walls yes. to get rid of the blood yeah, and yeah, therefore yeah. destroy the evidence yeah. for when, you know, they've realized his girlfriend has been missing you know, two months from now yes. and he's a prime suspect. There's no evidence left. I actually thought that's where this episode was going. Nope. And it Spoiler was alert. Not,
0: it's not where the episode goes.
1: There's not, but it's good for Cliff. You know, he's, yeah. he, he seems like a nice guy. Cliff, by the way, I thought was going to be a spot. The guest star.
0: I also thought that. And I looked at his IMDB. I, I was fairly certain. I knew him from the X files from like a one-off in the X files. And I looked all through his IMDB and I saw no credit for the X files. So I was like, all right, I guess I don't know him.
1: He reminds me of just a lot of guys who are in early 2000s television and movies.
0: Yes. He must yeah. look very similar to the guy that I'm thinking about from the X5.
1: I do have like a mini spot the guest star, but it's not a fair one because I found it accidentally.
0: Okay. I, I <laughs> mean, we can still talk about we'll, it.
1: we'll get there shortly. Okay. Okay. They're coming up.
0: So they notice a lot of flies in the room, and then they realize that the flies are regurgitating blood. So, like, the flies are regurgitating, they're regurgitating blood. And it has to be fresh blood because they don't they don't feast on dry blood. So this has to be like wet blood that these flies are are drinking. We then go to Catherine with Greg Sanders. She's asking for her results, and she's a little upset thinking that Grissom put his work before hers, and Greg Sanders is trying to tell her, like, no, that's not what's going on. I'm actually I'm actually working this case with Nick. Which transfers us to Catherine and Nick. Where- they call Greg a CSI wannabe.
1: What, what. I would think that, I mean, I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth or, or judge anyone's career. But I would think that, like, Greg's job is almost like a more skilled job yeah. than a CSI. Yeah. And, and so, like, it's like, yeah, he wants to be more involved. But, like, aren't all the CSI people basically want to be detectives? Like, who are they to, like, Yeah, you know, to judge. Go crazy?
0: But we also learn in the scene that the on the bottom of the tank, there's a fissure, which suggests that there was an explosion. So this comes up a little while later. And I think this is also the scene where they find the serial number on the tank yes, to try the, to track. acid
1: etching. Yes.
0: Yep. So they do that. That brings us to Catherine O'Reilly at an apartment. A Jerry Walden answers. He lets them know that he lent Bruce Skeller the tank. And as they're talking to Jerry, Catherine notices that he's missing a coffee table, an Ashwood coffee table. He's claiming he sent it out to be refinished. Catherine thinks there's more to this story than he is letting on at the moment.
1: So this is my spot the guest star. Okay. This uh this gentleman. I he was on of all shows, Dexter, a show oh, okay. known for its blood splatters.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: And I forget who he dated or whatever. But it's like a classic, like Dexter doesn't like this person in their life anymore. Yeah, moment. But I only know that because I was like randomly on IMDb looking up somebody else from a different show. If okay, you're familiar with the show Lucifer?
0: Yeah, oh, I love Lucifer.
1: I was trip. watching a podcast that the guy from Lucifer was on, Tom oh, Ellis, okay. and yep. he they were mentioning one of the characters in the show, and I didn't know who the actress they were talking about. What like which character? Yep. And then I looked at their person, right? Yeah. And then they were on Dexter. And I was like, wait. And I was like, oh yeah, right. And then I was like, wait, hold on. Isn't this guy from the show that I've just watched? Yeah, like yesterday, also on Dexter? What <laughs> wasn't he also like isn't he this other character? And but even funnier, I don't know, like five seasons from now, she's on CSI. Oh, funny. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so sort of reverse spot the guest starring myself Sorry. here. Where it's like, it's like I was scrolling through your IMDb to find this credit. And then it saw the CSI credit in there. But yeah, was, uh, he played a character named Elliot on Dex, like nine episodes. So okay. not a huge number, but, you know, just an arc in one but, of the yeah, seasons. But
0: still, I mean, that's that's still um, significant. That's uh, not, but you know, that's not nothing.
1: More fun because it was a blood splatter TV. Yes. You and know, then, and this a crime was... scene solving blood. Spl- there's like a lot of, even though that's not his storyline. No, not it's a not.
0: No. But speaking of blood splatter, we go to Grissom and Sarah. They're looking at the vent. Manager arrives. They tell him to go talk to Jim Brass. And Grissom then finds a very important beetle because the beetle that he finds feeds on decaying human flesh. So very important find. The beetle ends up playing a pretty significant role in the episode. I
1: love this. We had this, this. This was another episode where he referred to a beetle by the Beatles reference. Yes. Like a he ringo wanted to, beetle. I
0: think oh what episode was that yes he did i can't remember what episode so was, he, he says
1: this is peter or paul yes and she gets a reference right away yes because it's one of references. the most important beetles yeah it should have been george harrison but it's, it's, oh wow well. okay. you know.
0: yeah well listeners debate we speaking of the beetle we go to warwick and sarah they are extracting stomach contents from the beetle without killing it somehow because the beetle's alive at the end of the episode. So they're somehow mm. able to get the stomach contents out without killing it. I'm impressed.
1: I, I hesitate to go down this path. Oh, no. i going to have to cut this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. There's this thing that beetles are known for called traumatic insemination. Okay. Which basically they pierce through the thorax of the female to yep. mate. Yeah. She lives just fine, lays eggs, and continues the species. So if there's yeah. this, if there's a creature out there, and I don't know if this beetle does it, I don't want to Google that. Going to, um, but it's one of those things that comes up if you watch enough science videos yep. on YouTube. Yeah. But yeah, beetle. Maybe maybe beetles are uniquely designed the to scientists. be able to okay. survive Okay. I mean, this, maybe yeah.
0: maybe we then head on over to Catherine with the des- district engineer. He's testy. <laughs> He Did is they break not, up? <laughs> I have no idea, but he is like, "Oh, what are you using me for now?" And like, "What can I do for you?" Because like, that's obviously like, you know, yeah. we have I a mean, one-way relationship, basically. I,
1: I mean, I'm not gonna vindicate his feelings, but if let's say they were dating for a while and then they she broke it off, and then she lures him out to the desert and insinuates, you know, that she wants to get back together, but. Or or something, then he could be mad. But like you knew she was using you for her job because she asked you to do something that you wouldn't have done otherwise. Right.
0: Right. You could have so, said no. You could have just said no. Yeah.
1: So but he I could understand why he's angry, but I feel like they just cut out some storyline. Maybe we missed an episode or Yeah, or, where like yeah, that they think that they something.
0: cut yeah, that they cut a scene out
1: with him in it. And it's so weird to include him and then not have like even the one throwaway and maybe that's what happened. Maybe there was a throwaway line where she said to work, Oh, I got an ex-boyfriend I can call. He's probably not going to be happy about it.
0: Yeah, And they cut that line. And so then
1: this makes a little more sense. But yeah, I was like, what is, what is the point of him being so angry? (laughs) I don't
0: know. I don't Um, know. But through him, we do learn about the sale of the land. And we also learn that the victim, Bruce was an environmentalist and he didn't want to sell. Like he was, he had, he was very opposed to the sale. So it's very strange that last week he quote unquote suddenly changed his mind and now was willing to sign on the dotted line and sell this piece of property.
1: Well, he was down I mean, that makes sense. Cause they spent all this time talking about how penniless he had become. Yes. And so I could understand why it might happen.
0: Yes. You know? But that's not what happened. We stay with Catherine. She is now talking to Ronnie, our handwriting analysis gentleman. He is saying that if the sales agreement is a forgery, it's a great forgery. He can't testify in court that it's a forgery. But he shows her this fun little contraption that illustrates that they use two separate pens to sign the document.
1: Yep. But Which I
0: also feel like they never come really come back to this.
1: I, I assumed at the time that meant it was supposed to show that they aren't best all buddy buddy like the guy assumed. Yeah. It was best friend like that. They they each had to sign the document separately.
0: Yeah. To make it happen.
1: Yeah. I But like based on what happened, like the, the final flashback for this, I question whether it's supposed to be a forgery and it just ends up being really good.
0: Oh, no, I think it is a forgery.
1: I wasn't sure. I, I thought it was legit, but No,
0: I think it's a forgery. Okay. Yeah. We'll get we'll get there. We're then with Greg Sanders and Grissom. It, well, yeah, Greg Sanders in Grissom's office. The Beetle tested positive for human DNA, so they're yeah. gonna get a warrant to search apartments because that beetle's got human DNA inside of it.
1: They didn't say whether it was like male or female no
0: they just said it was human dna it might it might have been like a sample size that they couldn't Mm -hmm. they could determine if it was human or not but not enough to build a d an actual like dna profile on they don't go into it but that that could be it i mean it's only a little beetle this brings us to grissom warwick and sarah knocking down walls but as they're doing so jim brass walks in with allison scott she's alive
1: girlfriend
0: is alive and she tells them that the blood on the lamp probably is hers because she's stubbed her toe on that lamp countless times. And, this you know, my... she's, not with, she's not with Cliff anymore, but he's not a murderer. Like, right. he's plenty of things. Murderer isn't one of the things that he is.
1: So I think she's a little too certain that the blood on the lamp isn't hers. No, is isn't And She hasn't been there. No, but she's too certain.
0: Oh, okay. Because she's too she hasn't been it's... there
1: in a month.
0: I guess she doesn't think that he's capable of attracting another woman. Yeah.
1: Or cleaning so, up after himself. Cause yes. he could, cause it could just have been, I don't, know, I don't know, but like it it is hers and it does make sense, but it's just the, that scene was just a little weird.
0: Yeah. So this, you know, they, they walk her out so they get a blood sample so they can run some further tests. Sarah talks about this puzzle of completing a square, but not leaving the paper to do so, which gets Grissom to, shift to oh i have to think outside the box and they look at the vent and this brings them to the manager's apartment which is the apartment next door so we then move away from the storyline for a bit we go to greg sanders calling over Catherine, and he gets results from i think the matchbook because i think they think that they they lit a cigarette like they smoked a cigarette and then they put the cigarette like in the matchbook and that's what
1: yeah i think the saliva is on the cigarette Yes. So they and. got
0: so they got results. Greg Sanders lets her know that he got results from that. Nick and Catherine then are doing further investigation, and there's a nice little matchy matchy. The yeah, Ashwood
1: splinters
0: from the scuba diver. I'm glad the guy who was the coffee table
1: on a fire, covered with small pieces of kindling. The kindling survived.
0: Yep. And Catherine supposes that they got into an argument, which led the attacker to punch the victim thus causing the cardiac concussion yep and probably accidentally killing him
1: yeah like was not they're wrestling
0: him. he threw a punch he just happened to hit on me like with just the right force and at just the right time to car to cast his cardiac concussion we are back in the manager's apartment with chris and Sarah. the apartment manager is saying because he has like a bunch of candles out he's saying because He like let food rot in the fridge and, you know, Jim Brass enters. They have a new warrant because the the apartment manager's wife is missing.
1: You wouldn't mind if I uh, examined your vent, would you? You don't have to ask his permission. I got a new warrant that covers this apartment. Your wife being missing put over. Funny you didn't mention that before.
0: So, not only was Allison missing, but then not missing, his wife is missing. So, new warrant granted, they can start knocking down walls in this apartment. We quickly learn, though, that the vent, like on this side, is like filled with bucks. It's like crawl, they do this little like zoom scene. Oh, yeah. There's like
1: a lot filled a with lot bugs. Of in there.
0: So, they start knocking down walls and they find a blanket. In the wall with blood on it, and some of these like beetles. So not a, not a great sign. We then go to Catherine and Nick. They're entering into the interrogation room where O'Reilly, a lawyer, and Jerry already are, and they're letting Jerry know that he set the fire on purpose. Yep, this wasn't an accidental whoops, you know, desert fire. This was set on purpose. They and he for arson now. and he and he did it because he thought the body would burn right, like you just it would just yeah. get like burned up in this fire, and they wouldn't find any evidence of it, and it would all be fine.
1: Well, but, but why would you dress him in a scuba suit? If I have like, no
0: yeah. idea. Why didn't like? Isn't it harder? Wouldn't he have to like burn through the suit and then burn through him? Yeah.
1: That was one of the things I didn't quite understand.
0: No, no unless I, he I
1: was trying to sell the helicopter story, right? Which they don't really say. Which doesn't make sense if he's not in the tree.
0: Yeah. And they explained that the victim ended up in the tree because compressed air plus too much heat equals kaboom.
1: Yeah, basically get a rocket out of their tank.
0: Yes. So that's how the victim ended up in the tree.
1: We return to work, Chris and Sarah. To bring it back home. Oh, yes. Yes. He would have been on that little spot protecting that little bit of grass. before. Yes. Before he
0: rocketed up. Yes. A hundred percent.
1: Which they don't say, but they should have. No. Great.
0: We're back with Warwick, Grissom, and Sarah. They're still tearing down walls in the man- the apartment manager's apartment. And Warwick finds a hollow section. There's, like, a bit of excitement, but then come to find out it's an ironing board. Grissom is frustrated. He goes outside. Sarah joins him. He's saying that his pulse is 95, which means that he's, like, really mad because usually it's 75. So if it's this high, it's because he's getting upset. And then there's a little moment where where Sarah wipes some chalk off of Grissom's face before saying like hey let's go back in and and wash up
1: i really uh wanted her to be like don't get emotional
0: yeah chill out grissom. You can't let your
1: emotions interfere Yes, yeah. the rain them in
0: grissom tries the faucet they're back in the apartment he tries the faucet there's no hot water no hmm. which cliff mentioned Very early on in this episode that one of the gripes that he had with the apartment is that there was no hot water.
1: He had three. There were flies. Yes, there was flies. There was no hot water. There was a smell. Yes. And there was no hot water. Yes.
0: All all three end up being explained very soon. And
1: they're also all true in the uh, manager's apartment. Yes. Because we follow Grissom,
0: Jim Brass, and the manager down into the basement. This is where... Grissom is starting to realize that like a certain container is being bypassed, which is why there's no hot water. It's like not going; the pipes aren't going to the hot water tank. You know, they're not getting to the tank to be heated. Thus, there's like no hot
1: water. He says bypass, but like really, they just shut the valves off. Yeah, and and they are shut off in the in the.
0: Yeah, because I, especially the second time watching it, I was like, wait. Bypass would mean, like, you moved them somewhere. Like, you know, you routed yeah. them somewhere else. There's, you didn't route them somewhere yeah. else.
1: And there might be a bypass. I, I didn't see a bypass pipe, but, like, there might be a bypass. And, and that's what he's done. But it's not yeah. like he went down there and welded a new pipe. He right. just turned some valves.
0: Yeah, he just turned the turb- So Grissom ends up tapping on one of these tanks, which should be hollow, but it's not hollow. Like, it doesn't sound hollow. They lift the top off of the tank dead body of a woman inside
1: lots of flies lots of flies i really was torn as to what is like when when did he move this body because i don't
0: know because he re-plastered the wall right like he -hmm. put he had to knock down the wall put her in the wall plaster it up realize that the smell was too bad Take her out of the wall, replaster the wall again, and then bring her down into the basement.
1: We we and, and how long has she dead? Because we just had a thing about decomposition in closed spaces. I
0: don't think Jim Brass mentions that. He just mentions when he comes in with a new warrant that his wife is missing. Yeah, I don't think he states for what length of time. But you would think you would think it would have to be probably at least two months or so ago because Cliff spent a month. Yep aspirating blood on the walls because of these issues. And he had moved out you know, some time yeah. before the apartment manager showed it. So you would think she would have to be dead for at least yeah, two months, at least the, two or three I, months. Yeah, I
1: figured at least a month. Yeah. And yeah. and I was like I was like first I was like, was she in the wall? And then he moved her because of the the police were there, but then I realized that wasn't true on the second one. No, I think because, I think he probably moved he her because of the, the hot smell. Water. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 'cause they mentioned Cliff mentions the hot water, so it couldn't have been then. So this is just sitting in this like damp bucket. I guess there's supposed to be salt in there. It's like a brine tank. Yeah, thing. it's a
0: brine tank.
1: But it's she's certainly covered with flies and beetles for a month. Like, I don't know about you, but I've seen some dead things on the side of the road walking my dog. Oh, I I they go fast once the once the bug's involved.
0: Once the bugs once the bugs are there, generally speaking they clean it up pretty, yeah. pretty darn fast.
1: I thought it was going to be a skeleton when they opened the thing. I really did.
0: She looks in good shape, all, like all things yeah. considered for how long she's been dead, and she's in like a wet tank. Like I, she should look a lot more gruesome than she looks. I think this was network television not wanting.
1: Yeah, it was easier to show put, what this body would makeup. actually look yeah, like. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And the apartment manager says she nagged me.
1: I thought Grissom so, was gonna deck him.
0: Yeah, Grissom. Grissom gives him a look. Grissom is like, she nagged you.
1: Yeah, remember, you almost focus went after on Grissom for a
0: while. There's like that other episode.
1: Stare the other episode, with the roller coaster, where he like almost went after somebody. I thought, I thought we were going to have one of those come back. Up.
0: Yeah, we don't get a roller coaster ride. Instead, we get Sarah and Nick inviting Grissom to breakfast. He declines because he's already having food with the Beetle. Because the Beatle was the yeah. one who helped them solve the case. Not his team. Not, not, not anybody else. Just the Beatle. Just not the Beetle Captain was the Brass. only. Nope. Nope. Just just the beetle, So Just, just Paul. <laughs> yep. Yep. So that brings us to the end of this episode. And Nick, what did you think about today's episode?
1: So despite there being some faults in this episode, overall, yes. I actually thought it was pretty good. I liked it. I didn't really like, I feel like there was like, it's not like a home run, mm. but it's especially after the I think the last couple of episodes haven't been as good. This one I was like, okay, this is yeah. we're kind of getting to This is like this meets the threshold, you know, if you're gonna fall on, in the top half of episodes, right? Yeah, I think. yeah. So I was I was I was okay with it, and it held up pretty well in the rewatch, there were some positives. I mean, there were some things that I was still kind of like, why did, what was up for that? Yeah. yeah um, yeah. But you're, I feel like, you know, if, if they didn't have those, it could have been one of the better episodes of the whole season. So, but uh, I think it's, I think it was pretty good.
0: Yeah. So I enjoyed this episode as well. I think it was fun. Like it, it, I feel like I don't, I can't remember if it was the last, I don't think it was the last episode. I think it was the episode before that, or maybe it was the last episode. I can't remember that. You know, they're, it was not a fun episode. Oh, no, two episodes ago. And they were, like, trying to inject humor into the episode, and it really wasn't working. This oh, one, yeah, yeah. This one had some funny moments. It had some, like, kind of weird moments, like some kind of off-the-wall moments. But they worked, and they, like, fit into the context of the show. And I like when they can be a little light and a little funny, but still, like, hold true to the values of the show. So I enjoyed it. I think... Storyline A is holds together much better than the the scuba diving one I think. It's very the scuba brief. diving one is kind of brief mm. and they they don't give it the airtime that I think it probably could have had, but I feel like storyline A was very strong and winding, right, very like oh you think this and then oh th- now you think this and then you come over here. So yeah, I think this is a decent episode. I think I With think CSI title. is starting to like find itself. So I think this yeah. is like a good yeah. example of like CSI starting to find itself and be a little bit more comfortable in what type of show it is, uh, which is very exciting to me. I,
1: so, ha- I have to talk a little bit about the title I teased it. Yes, earlier. you
0: did. Yes, let's talk the title. So
1: obviously, scuba Doobie doo, scuba yes. we get the scuba diver. Yes, but there is some real like Scooby Doo to this figuring it out was the apartment manager all along or more importantly i would have got away with it if it were for those meddling, meddling <laughs> csis <laughs> right yeah, yeah, would, yeah it was nothing it all started nothing to do with him they just kept digging they they just like tripped their way into finding this out but also just the way that they're doing stuff like as a team together sarah work and grissom it, it it had that sort of like scooby-doo Mentality.
0: yes energy to it i agree that's yeah. i wouldn't have thought that but now that you mention it i can i can see where you're coming from
1: yeah so i they especially when they were like starting to like knock down walls and stuff they're like you know, they're making jokes and they're like you know telling each other clues it's just like that's kind of like the way the scooby-doo episode is right like you're yes. just like like yeah but what if he used what if he, he hit would. the ball, the body in the different wall, right? You got right, to think outside right. the box. Yeah. Oh, uh, gee, Wilikers, <laughs> you know. Oh boy. Meanwhile, I guess uh, that makes Nick and Catherine Scooby and Shaggy because they're off on the yeah they're off on side, their own adventure, on side <laughs> adventure. If only they had eaten a giant sandwich at some point
0: and had some Scooby snacks.
1: But I guess they they had the scuba part of the Scooby Doo.
0: They yeah, did. But, they definitely had the scuba part. Of yeah. The
1: scuba they're, they're, when they first show, so when they're in the other apartment and then they think of the apartment meter and he, he's in like a TV cabinet in the corner and they show his face and he like turns around and I was like, I was like, I was like, that's what I went. I was like, I feel like this scene You're is like, saying to me, I would have got away with it if it weren't for those meddling <laughs> for those kids.
0: Those meddling CSIs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but
1: Yeah. So, so I have to give uh, I love the double meaning. A little bonus point. Yep. This will probably come up in our in our bonus episode later on. Oh, sweet. Okay. The honorable mention for the best uh, title. Best in title.
0: Yep. 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 So probably not going to be a favorite title, but next week we'll be back with, actually, will we be back next week? Yes. I think we can record next week. It's to be the next week following mm-hmm. that I probably am not going to be able to record because of traveling plans. So we'll keep you updated listeners, but we, we might be missing a week. In the next few weeks, due to uh, both of us traveling, and then me traveling even longer, so that's going to make recording very difficult. But next week we will be back with season two, episode six, "Alter Boys." In the meantime, you can find us on Facebook at Who Are You: CSI Podcast. You can also find us on twitter slash x instagram and threads at who are you csi pod you can also email us at who are you CSIPod at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you guys so feel feel free to reach out if you if you feel so inclined uh, and otherwise we will talk to you next week
1: no spoilers no spoilers